Welcome, I'm Ryan Hicks, and this is Modern Business, the podcast to learn from franchise business leaders and explore new business technology. Our community is about sharing knowledge and tools that help us achieve our goals in business and beyond. Thanks for being here, and welcome to Modern Business. This podcast and this summer tour would not be possible without our sponsors, so please check them out. Go to their websites, listen to their value propositions, and consider doing business with them. And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey guys, I'm Zach Fishman. And I'm Ryan Hicks. And if there's one thing we've learned through the many episodes of Modern Business, franchisors really struggle with keeping their franchisees on brand. As franchise lifers, Zach and I know franchisors have little margin for error when it comes to franchise relations. And when it comes to marketing, Marketing, franchisees have been known to go rogue. Unfortunately, this not only leaves a poor impression at the local level, but it can harm the whole brand. Fear not, franchise fam. Ryan and I are so excited to introduce this week's sponsor, Scorpion, a marketing company that helps franchises have full control and consistency with their brand. Scorpion is an all-in-one marketing partner capable of handling everything your franchise needs, from your branding and website to your search engine optimization, online reputation, and paid advertising. Listen, you don't have to take our word for it. Entrepreneur Magazine named Scorpion the number one franchise marketing company. To learn more, visit scorpion.co slash mb. That's scorpion.co slash mb. Welcome back to Modern Business Podcast. This is Ryan Hicks. We are on day number 10. Uh, We are in Nashville, Tennessee, which I have to say is a really, really neat place. It was the first time I have experienced Nash Vegas as I think it's called, um, but a really neat strip down on Broadway. Is that South Broadway? Exactly. Yeah, South Broadway. Um, We're here this afternoon. We're at Craftworks Holdings headquarters, and we're going to learn about this this family of brands. Um, I have the pleasure of introducing Mr. Josh Kern, who is the chief marketing officer and also the chief experience officer of Craftworks Holdings. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much and welcome to, to Nashville. And uh, yeah, make sure you get some hot chicken while you're here. And you, can, you, you know, it's a staple around here, so you got to get that for sure. So where should we go to get hot chicken? You know, everyone says Hattie B's. So I think there's three locations. They actually opened one in uh, in Las Vegas, but Hattie B's is the place to go. It's mm-hmm. it's delicious. Definitely. Hattie B's. Hattie Yesterday, B's. we had we were blown away. We had reservations at a place right down there on Broadway and it wasn't very busy. So we ended up just kind of looking around. We decided to go walk the strip a little bit. Nice. And we landed, Zach uh, had a buddy that said, you have to pop in uh, this, what was the name of the place? Robert's Western World. Oh yeah. And yeah, we definitely. popped a, in that's another place and to we visit. fed the team for 30 bucks. <laughs> we had a bologna sandwich, which sounds terrible, but it was pretty good. Yeah, exactly. We, we had that meal, but it was nice. a really cool place. Yeah. Session special. There you go. Yeah, that's right. It's on the menu down there at the, at the bottom of it. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. We've got a rock bottom actually has a location right in Broadway. So very interesting in terms of what you see uh, from a Friday night to a Wednesday night and just the, you know, what, what's happening in Nashville to your point. It's, 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 it's a new world down there. So, yeah. And this was Tuesday night that we were out and it m- must've been a conference or something, but it was pretty packed. Yeah. So um, that's actually a perfect segue. I uh, want to learn a little bit about the, the Craftworks family. There's a lot of different brands in here. Sure. Um, before we do that, I think some in the audience might be interested. What exactly is chief experience officer? Exactly. What, is, what is that? Yeah. So, um, you know, at this level, you know, it's a basically anything that, that touches um, guests that are coming into our restaurants. And that can be, you know, everything from 
what's happening on our music selection by the by, by the various brands. You know, what kind of plateware are we using? Uh, what do the menus look like and feel like? So making sure that we have all the kind of you know hospitality metrics in place. So uh, looking at it from you know from thirty thousand feet and making sure we really understand. Hey, what do our guests experience? Uh, what's happening every time they come into the to the restaurants? Uh, and then it kind of goes outside the four walls. You know, what are we doing in social media? Uh, how are we interacting with with consumers when it comes to sentiment? So, you know, things like Yelp, uh, Google Plus, uh, Travelocity, really making sure that anything that people are talking about or brands, uh, we're able to kind of, you know, gauge that, measure it, uh, get back to those consumers the best way we possibly can. Uh, and then we also look at all the aspects of marketing with, with all these different brands, lots of efficiencies. So whether it's social media agencies, agencies of record, uh, what are we doing with direct mail, you know, making sure that everything is, you know, really looking at, does it fit the brand space so that as, you know, we're a holding company, but we're not homogenizing each one of our brands that we represent. So uh, I guess it's ultimately my job to make sure that we're, you know, we have these different uh, personalities positioning for all the brands, uh, but then we're taking advantage of any sort of efficiencies as a holding company out there. There's a heck of a lot within all of that. And I think sure. the body of the the content that we'll get into, I'll ask a few follow-on questions there. Um, so people have context of yourself. What is your background prior to this? A little bit about the career journey. Sure. You know, I started um, in QSR. So I started with, uh, with Quiznos um, back in its heyday. So hmm. I joined when there were about 1,800 restaurants left when it just crossed over 4,500. I think now there's 400 or something left. So, so you uh, were the secret sauce. So I was the secret <laughs> sauce. So we, we actually, I was part of, uh, the sponge monkeys. So the, the, the TV campaign with the, uh, with the singing monkeys, not rats, uh, for the record. And, uh, so, so certainly saw that, uh, in terms of what the, uh, what the, uh, that, that campaign was, was running on. Uh, and then I left Quiznos. I went to, um, uh, American Blue Urban Holding. So, uh, Village Inn, Baker Square. And, and that's actually where I met, uh, Hazamuf, who's our CEO now at Craftworks, uh, and then from uh, from that point, I went into Consumer Capital Partners, and that's the Smashburger team. Mm. And so worked, you know, as a CMO at Smashburger. We also started two new concepts: one, Tom's Urban, uh, which is a polished casual um, uh, chain, and then we also dabbled in fast casual pizza with live basil pizza, although it, it, it met its demise. Uh, and then uh, when I left Smash, as Jollibee came on the scene, uh, I went over to um, uh, Circuit Trova Restaurant Concepts. And so that was really the largest Outback uh, franchisee in, in, in the country. And so uh, was the CMO over there. And then um, as, as Hazem kind of uh, completed an acquisition and Logan's came into the fold and we created Craftworks Holdings, mm-hmm. um, that's when I joined um, last December and uh, uh, we're off and running now. Excellent. Tell us about the the brands under. I know there there are brands that folks will absolutely recognize. Yep. Um, but tell us a little bit about those brands and maybe kind of a flavor of what you're getting at each. Sure, that sounds good. You know the the two what we just you know um, you know call the pillars of Craftworks Holdings. Um, you know our our strongest really is is Logan's Roadhouse. Uh, and then also Old Chicago um, Pizza and Tap Room. So those are our two largest, so um, you know, over a hundred restaurants uh, in each, um, kind of uh, you know, all over the the, the the United States in terms of of, uh, of Logan's and Old Chicago. And then we bring in Gordon Biersch and Rock Bottom. So getting into brewery restaurants, so uh, brewing beer on premise. 
Uh, Rock Bottom is really the OG in, in, yes. in terms of, of being a restaurant brewery. Uh, and then Rock Bottom comes in a little bit more polished, a little bit more uh, of a refined kind of um, uh, DNA that, that, it, that it holds. Uh, and then we have a myriad of, of just kind of some smaller brands that are across the country in some airports. So Chop House, you might be familiar with. Uh, we also have Big River, which is in Chattanooga and also in, in Florida. Uh, and so really working on those. And so we've got some one-offs, A1A, uh, which is also in Florida as well. So, um, you know, just taking those collection of brands and, and really running as much as we can. We have, you know, we see ourselves at Craftworks Holdings. We're responsible for each one of those brands. Um, you know, it, it's like I mentioned earlier, it's, it's not homogenizing, you know, w- what's happening at the brand level, but taking advantage of the synergies that we have as a, as a larger company, whether that's supply chain, human resources, IT, really getting those backbone, backbone um, programs in place for the concepts. Uh, and, you know, Old Chicago's doing great. Old Chicago's got such a passionate following of, of customers out there. The World Beer Tour has been around forever uh, and it's still successful today as when it launched, you know, um, it, you know, in probably 20 years ago. Uh, so really some great things happening on that front. Logan's, you know, under under Hazem's leadership, um, you know, really has some great food that's happening inside, uh, inside the restaurant itself. So, you know, making uh, the rolls from scratch, um, having, you know, uh, you know, fresh, um, proteins and fresh vegetables and, you know, really sets it apart in terms of being that classic, uh, American roadhouse. Uh, so some good things happening within Logan's as well. I remember visiting Denver chop house and visiting the brewery inside of there. It was really, really neat. Yeah, it's uh, amazing. Yeah. Do you have any favorites in terms of the, the brewery? I just think it's so. Yeah. I mean, it's every single one of the, the brewers. I mean, it, there's so many stories that each one of yeah, those guys the... and gals could tell. So, you know, you've got, you know, you've got some folks that are walking through farmer's markets on Sundays and finding, you know, Hey, how do we, how do we infuse fresh ginger into beer? You know, there's all sorts of sours out there. We just recently had a strawberry watermelon sour, um, hazy IPAs are all the rays. You can find those in, in, in all parts of the country, but, um, the beer component is, it's just fascinating, right? It, it's one of those elements where, um, the passion comes through in terms of, of what those folks are making, uh, every single day and what we're serving to our guests. And it's hard. I mean, when, when rock bottom, as I mentioned, was, you know, kind of the, the one of the first ones out there, um, there weren't that many breweries around. And now you have something like 13,000, uh, breweries all over the country, uh, and these microcosms where they've got, you know, they've got the great beer, they've got food trucks pulling up, you can take your kids, you can have your dog out there. And so it's tough to compete with that. But um, we've, we still win tons of medals. I think as a collection of brands between Gordon Beers and Rock Bottom, we've won over 230 um, awards out there, everything from the Great American Beer Festival, uh, all the way out to uh, the US Open of Beer uh, Champions. Nice. So it, it's, it's, it's still kind of, you know, it's the real deal within the four walls. And um, we're doing everything possible to, to stay relevant. How, you know, how do we kind of reignite that that passion and energy for beer as things like cocktails come in, craft cocktails, lots of different elements that are competing for that beverage space. So um, we've got some pretty cool things that are happening and trying to capture, you know, what we can do to to, to, to reintroduce ourselves to, uh, uh, to, to the community out there. Yeah. So as you have, you mentioned a lot of what you're focus is nowadays is you have these resources and and you want to make sure that you're you're not operating necessarily in silos as it relates to it as it relates relates to marketing infrastructure and agencies and all of that and that you're leveraging the you know the collective power that you have not just 
brand by brand. Yep. Um, so I want to dig into talking a little bit about that um, from from IT infrastructure wise. Um, where are some of where are some of the opportunities that you see? And I think we can start maybe with the marketing world because. I like to say that marketing used to be really one-way communication. Right. You had you had um, newspapers like going back 150 years yeah, ago. Exactly. Then you had then you had the, this little thing called the radio came along. Then you had TV commercials, but that was all that was all kind of you put your message out. Right. And then nowadays, it's not about what you're telling people you're about. It's about what people tell each other, exactly. which has always been the case. But now there's it's just much more amplified. Absolutely. And so how are you, how are you looking at this modern world? Uh, and, and, and then how are you looking at it from the sense of, of being able to leverage, um, the, the, the share, the, the greater network that you have, because obviously that's attractive yeah. to potential franchisees exactly. yep. and it's yep. good for the team. So Absolutely. how are you looking at that space? You know, it's, there's one other piece that, that gets, you know, um, added to that, that puzzle. And that's the fact that, you know, we don't have, you know, um, penetration in every single market. So it helps with Logan's and old Chicago, because there's certainly some major markets out there. So you can manage your marketing efficiencies where it comes to some of those, you know, more broader audiences, but yeah, it's a challenge every single day. I mean, we are using, you know, everything you can possibly imagine in terms of how do we tell those stories in a modern, you know, functional way. No longer can you just, you know, get a photoshopped, you know, go take a really pretty picture of, uh, of your sirloin, you you know, you want to have, you know, people around it, you know, how you can share that content so you can push it out on social so that you're relevant in terms of, hey, how do I catch the attention and stand out there in a crowded marketplace? So, you know, using those social channels to be real. I mean, that's first and foremost, we've gotten away from this kind of artificial, you know, hey, here's a staged, you know, uh, piece here. We've been crowdsourcing and so getting content from our guests where they, you know, submit nice. photos. Are there any tools that, because that, that gets into my world and what we do, but there are there tools that you're that yeah oh yeah i mean there, there's you know we we definitely use you know a platform so we've we've, we've brought yext across kind of all of our things yeah. yeah so so really being able to understand hey what you know what are our hours of operation how can we be local you know that's the thing i mentioned earlier about craft beer i mean you really want to have that local aspect so yes you are a chain but you are that unchained in terms of what's happening inside that restaurant so i think now more than ever i mean all marketing needs to look more local uh, and so those are some certainly some things we're doing. We also are very kind of uh, tied into community. So all the brands have their kind of cause marketing efforts behind them. So, you know, um, Logan's, for example, is really tied into kind of veterans and, and military service and, you know, being part of what, you know, the bedrock of, of America. And so really trying to grab, hey, what does a roadhouse mean? And so we've really been using kind of that avenue to, to tell that story. And you'll see some new things that are happening on that front. Um, but it's incredibly difficult to, to, to get our message out there in a crowded space. And there's a little bit of mix. And we've seen some things that, that you know, the, the old school, a little bit more traditional in terms of, hey, how do we get people in for trial of new things? And, and all of the brands are different, right? I mentioned Rock Bottom's got to get back in terms of, hey, we had to reintroduce, you know, a legacy concept that's been out there. How do we get that with some new news, but also stay true to its roots where, you know, hey, I love Rock Bottom, but I haven't been there in 10 years. Yeah. Well, we need to give a compelling reason for, for a person to come in. And sometimes there's an effective use if it's a little bit of discounting here or there. Uh, it's using kind of new menu items to, to really stimulate.
stimulate what's happening. And, and, and that's really what we, we look at from that standpoint. And then on Old Chicago in particular, we have such a strong loyalty program that's in place. So, you know, it's your, it's your email marketing program that's at its base, but then there's a reason for people to come in. So uh, the World Beer Tour, for example, with Old Chicago, you know, there's points that are associated with the program. There's merchandise that people can get. Uh, and, and that really draws in new people. When we start a World, world Beer Tour, we can see that traffic spike. Uh, for, and really for the folks for the folks that aren't aware what world beer tour is what exactly is that yeah yeah so so we introduce kind of you know since we're a, we're a tap house and so we have all these different beers on tap you know sometimes there there could be as many as 120 mm -hmm. that are that are on draft um, we really have and allow people to kind of go around the world and sample these different beers so we'll bring in you know six eight ten twelve new beers and then people can kind of go around the world and try these different beers they're getting points then that makes them eligible for you know anything from a beer koozie to a uh, uh, to a t-shirt, you know, some, some cool things out there. And that sounds a little bit like, you know, well, why is that different from anyone else? And, and yeah, I've had merchandise in the past, but man, it moves at old Chicago and there's just such a, a passionate following. And the nice thing about it is that you get, you run the gamut from folks that are just, you know, 23 years old that are starting to, to really see, wow, look at all these beers. And, and there's so many different on tap. And we really take that microcosm of a local beer. So an old Chicago that's on Colorado Boulevard in Denver um, is going to have a different assortment as the the, the the old Chicago in Broomfield, Colorado. So really trying to kind of do that hyper local piece on, on that front. And then just lots of communication through that email channel, through, um, you know, through texting, you know, obviously that's starting to break through. Uh, all the brands are, are now on a, on a on a loyalty program. And so seeing some good things, loyalty, um, uh, uh, Logan is about to start uh, with a stakeholders club um, coming up pretty nice. soon. So, so really capitalizing. So you're on all those different, you know, elements uh, of trying to break through in consumers. And then you get off the coupon thing, right? You, you don't have to always have a coupon or a tie-in that goes uh, to, to get people to come into the four walls. And now a word from our sponsors. Rallyo is a powerful combination of social media technology and local agency. The easy to use mobile app enables franchisers and their franchisees to manage their entire social media presence, online reputation, and online directory listings in one place for all locations. The advocacy system turns net promoters into real promoters and incentivizes franchisees and their employees to share content that portrays your brand as a best place to work. And Rallyo Local provides a white glove service that can manage everything for franchisees. Voted as the number one social media technology platform and number six marketing partner overall in the second annual Entrepreneur Magazine franchise supplier listing, Rallyo will help you rally your employees and customers around your brand on social media. Visit Rallyo.com today to get a 100% free local analysis report comparing your franchise system versus your industry averages. That's www.rallio.com. One of the things I think is really interesting, you said that marketing today, you have to have this local focus, this local presence. I think that there is a really interesting analogy when you look at the brewery world, the craft brews, and you mentioned these are the community, local brews, local beers. So what are some of the ways that, that you, and you mentioned with Logan's, getting involved in the community, right? right, right. What are some of those grassroots ways that you're looking at marketing and marketing initiatives and what have you done with good success right because yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think certainly on Logan's, you know, having, um, having a presence when it comes to, um, you know, veterans and active military. Uh, so, you know, a couple different programs and tied back into local charities, trying to kind of keep, you know, percent of sales on, uh, on veterans day, you know, goes into those organizations and free meals for, for veterans, um, you know, really uh, give back. So yeah. being real about what's happening, uh, is certainly part of, of the DNA, you know, on the brewery side, um, we have a, we have a, um, a, a fire chief, which is something that's a, it's on a limited time only. And it comes in each year for us, you know, for six, uh, four to six weeks. Um, but fire chief then goes back to all first responders, especially on firehouses. And so what they do is they come in on a tapping party. So the brewer, you know, we establish the date that, you know, on May 6th, we're gonna have a tapping party, you know, the, you know, the firehouse, you know, the stations oh, within cool. the, the trade area come in, you know, they can, you know, they're on their time off, but it's to celebrate them. And then for those different fire, you know, whether it's fallen firefighters funds or, you know, burn or accident victims, we really try and find those in each of the communities that we're, we're located in and then a percent of sales so we call them you know pints that, that matter so 25 cents or so goes to that that uh, everything sold for that pint uh goes to to those uh, specific funds so we have a really strong foundation within craftworks holdings and that really is kind of how we activate from that standpoint we also really try and do some, you know, some, um, you know, inviting people into the restaurant. So it's not just simply a check that's being cut um, that we really have kind of whether there's, you know, soccer teams and and PTAs and, you know, using, you know, these as, as community places as a gathering point um, really has been successful for all the brands. But uh, uh, certainly lots of work to do. And we've got some really cool things that are happening on Logan's. Um, it's a little bit early to to kind of to to put it out there, but it's uh, uh, there's some you know it, its DNA is really grounded on 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 what America stands for and and what we're doing to support our veterans and active military members. How are you How are you looking at the the world of agencies? Because when you find great agencies, it's really excellent yeah, because absolutely. you've got great partnerships, and I call it. We, yesterday we had a gentleman on, and he had come from the agency world, and now he's with the brand, and we joked about that being the dark side versus the good exactly. side. But when you find the right partners, it's, it's great. But how are you managing? There's, there's so many, it's just like vendor bloat, agency <laughs> bloat, this and that. So how are you looking at that? And how are, how are you getting success? Sure. I mean, that's a, that is definitely, it's a, it's a tough, you know, you, there are so many different partners out there. Um, I, I've always been of the, of the, of the, you know, kind of my, my directive, if you will, is you know, there's so many great advertising agencies out there, but they're only going to be as successful as who is leading them. So on our marketing side, it's really, you know, how do you share that information? How do you make them truly have a, you know, to be a partner so that we know, hey, here are our challenges that are out there. You know, what are those opportunities to really solve those? So um, really developing those positive relationships in terms of agency support, it, it makes it a little bit unique because, you know, like I mentioned earlier, we have all these different brands um, and you don't want, there are definitely vendors and there's systems in place that can cover each one of those brands that aren't going to necessarily, you know, influence its positioning. It might be the backbone of like um, a loyalty program. Well, yeah, it's going to be skinned and, 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 and represent those brands, but it's the engine that's powering that. So that certainly is a huge part of what we're trying to do. Um, but then it is those relationships, right? We, on Logan's, you know, there's a great relationship in terms of what the agency brings to the table, um, you know, trying to develop those and foster some relationships on the other brands to, to make them as successful as possible. And then you kind of go into different areas, right? There's, you know, what, what, how are you optimized in terms of, of your website? What's happening on, on mobile? 
um, you know, what's happening with online ordering, what's happening yeah. with third-party delivery companies. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so all these different angles start to play in there. And then you, it's, you know, I try and look at things like Legos, right? You want to be as frictionless as humanly possible when you're plugging something in, whether that's an application through point of sale, uh, whether that's something that's happening through the website. Yeah, but that's marketing, delivery. touching operations, Big touching time. everything. Yeah. And they, and everyone has to be on that same page. And, 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 and that's the key, right? And, and I think that's the, the, the thing about kind of, um, you know, when we go back to our CEO and, and his vision, he is such a great person in terms of making sure that we all know, hey, this is what's happening. And it may not necessarily think, oh, well, why do I need to know that? But then when you start to cross out and you have all those building blocks that are out there, it is very helpful to know, okay, we've got a new music system coming in. Okay, we need to we need to engineer, make sure we've got the right vibe that's happening by brand. And, you know, when does that go into place? And, and why is there a cost for music when you talk about the franchise community? Um, um, you know, why are you paying, you know, a couple bucks a month in terms of getting a music platform? Well, it ties back into, hey, it's the right music selection. You know, there's ASCAP and you got to pay the royalties on, on on what's happening. So you really have to think about what's happening. And we do, you know, we always think about our, our franchise partners in terms of, hey, what's what's the new system coming in? And, and beyond just the principles of, hey, how are you going to roll it out and train for it? You know, there has to be some unit economics and really build that ROI to say, hey, we're making a change for this system, for this new system, and this is what it's going to get uh, get for you at the end of the day. But um, it's it is an interesting world right now in terms of vendors. I mean, you know, if you go on LinkedIn today and you, you <sighs> get so many different, you know, I'd hey, love I've to see your inbox. I'd love to see your inbox. I mean, funny. it's and, and they come at you from all different areas. Yeah. And why we love going to conferences and learning and, and constantly going out there, it is tough to kind of manage. Hey, what are, you know? There's so many different vendor partners out there, and um, and you have to be open to them because right there's some great things that are out there and you need to be receptive. But there's a point where hey, we've got so many things that are in the system right now. Are we utilizing those to our full capacity? And and that's really kind of this you know this convergence on IT and 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 certainly with Martech. I mean, marketing and technology yep. is so it's changed so much in the restaurant space. You know, even from last year, but certainly from five, eight years ago, I mean, there's it's a different universe in terms of how we're getting information on consumers, um, you know, what we can learn from credit card data that's yeah. obviously tokenized. So we don't know who they are, but, you know, how do you start to paint those pictures? And then how do you take all that information and then make it actionable uh, so then you're not running down rabbit holes and figuring out, well, we were chasing this one thing while well, we missed, you know, something over here. So um, that's the that's the good thing on, on that front. The other thing with all these different concepts is we we, we are passionate about testing. You know, we'll, we'll test in a couple of different restaurants, whether that's, you know, new menu items, whether it's a new marketing platform, um, operations, you know, really looking at what's happening out there because, you know, all these different uh, tools can, can help us as we move through. Yeah, there's so much in there. We could, that could actually, <laughs> what you just talked about sub, could be its section. own podcast, right. like literally. Definitely. Um, I wanted to mention that me and my friends did the, uh, world beer tour when nice. we were younger. Did you complete it? Uh, we got close, <laughs> nice. but uh, it was it was actually one of the cool things. Yeah, that, it's 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 fun, and you know, and that's one thing. Speaking of technology, is you know, bringing that to life on a mobile phone. So in in the app, tracking you can track, and you know, it's following kind of those loyalty programs of of what what you're seeing in hotels and Southwest Airlines. I mean, you can see your miles yeah. and and how you're getting there, and and that's so hard to find in the restaurant space. So having a hook like that's always yeah. good. Andrew, can I get some more? coffee please thank you one question that i yeah. have what are you and i'm also conscious of our time sure no problem so um, we're watching it. Got it um what are you what is one thing and maybe there's nothing but what is one thing that you used to do out of house that you're bringing back in house because while it's while it's great 
with the convergence of all these worlds, is there is there anything from a shared resource perspective going back on that on that bump? And you could be using it in house, leveraging other yeah. people, but you know, I think the 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 big one with like a marketing um, perspective is is kind of on going back to guest experience. So um, taking all of what we can get from you know um, consumer sentiment out there, whether it's Yelp, Google Plus, you know, we use In Moment, get it gathering all that data. Uh, looking at the verbatims that's happening in there, so there's a there, you know, we've got a couple people that are really looking at at that, and then it's it's a, it able to get that to operations and marketing. It. it depends on everything in the cost. So that's a big one, and then supply chain. We have you know, this is the best supply chain team I've ever worked with, and there's just you know major amounts of of opportunities. Whether it's you know on pure distribution, um, looking at you know, hey, now that we're a larger entity, how can you capitalize on contracts that are really you know bringing in since you have more units, how you can get that down. Um, so just some really big pieces on that front, and then just from HR. I mean, really having you know a, a an HR team that understands, hey, labor is the probably the number one issue that that's in front of all of our operators out there. You know, how do we recruit? How do we have the right benefits? You know, what what can you know what can we do from a bonus perspective? So really looking at all those different areas, and now it's one stop shop, right? So if if um, you know if Tim on the Logan side, who's our, our brand president, if he if he needs something right away, he knows it's one stop shop, and then you know there's a, there's a team behind it. So it just makes things a little bit easier in terms of your pain points out there versus kind of going through this call tree and figuring out, okay, who's doing this now? Uh, just a little bit more efficient from, from, from that, uh, from that standpoint. Yeah. Well, I can totally see going back to maybe a, the theme of what is a chief experience officer, chief experience officer touches everything that you just mentioned. Right. I know there's maybe some people yeah. don't like that terminology, <laughs> exactly. that title. Yeah. Think that's dumb, but, <laughs> but it, it, it allows, I mean, cause it's, you know, it, it helps in terms of, you know, while, you know, while Hazem and, and you know, as, as the CEO is is, is looking at you know a, a number of different opportunities or investments or what's happening with cash flow or liquidity, but now as as you know, chief experience officer, it's really hey, what's the glue? What's out there? Where are our efficiencies? Where are our pain points? Uh, the other thing is it allows um, not being necessarily tied to day to day marketing, and it's like a prairie fire, right? When marketing, yeah. you're out there find those day to day um, you know battles, but what we really want to know is well, what worked. I mean, you know, hey, when we did this, when we did an Instagram post and it had, you know, what, you know, the team usually is following calendar and they move on to the next thing. But it's like, OK, well, why did this one resonate versus other ones? Or when we changed this pricing uh, in this market, this is what happened or this is what we're, we're doing with third party delivery in terms of exposure or coupons or whatever it might be. So it's allowing us to kind of take a step back and say, OK, that worked. And then that's the magic. And sometimes when you're just you're running every single day, I mean, there's it's it's. That's why I love the restaurant business is that, there, you know, no day is the same and there's always something happening. So it's good to be able to kind of pick up those pieces. Uh, and if it didn't work for Old Chicago, maybe it'll work for Logan's or maybe it worked for Rock Bottom or Gordon Beer. So it's nice to be able to kind of take these things, um, you know, look at the positioning and the brand and then maybe execute that in a different concept to see what happens. Got it. What do you just looking at the big picture? Um, what do you see as the single maybe not biggest initiative or greatest opportunity, but where, what is a key initiative that you have kind of moving into you were on the back half of this year already. I don't know how that happened. And then, yeah, you know, crazy. over the next 
you know, six months to a year out, what is, what is a couple, what are a couple of key initiatives? Sure. I mean, I mean, first and foremost for all of us, I mean, we are, we are all about driving traffic into restaurants and, um, and so, you know, how, how do you continue to make sure that, you know, you've got the right message, you're on track, um, you know, what kind of promotions are happening in the marketplace? So, so from just a pure every day, that's what we're focused on to, to really look at it from, from, a, from a sales and traffic standpoint. Uh, but then it's really uh, trying to operate as much as we possibly can um, uh, from the shared services model. So making sure we're completely optimized. Did this kind of, you know, when we did the ROI, did the modeling here, are things to budget and are they really mapping out? Uh, and then it's just making sure that that those are, you know, they're working at the restaurant level. So, you know, when you get in the shared services model, you don't want to make sure you want to make sure that you're not, you know, leaving any of those kind of red threads um, that are not getting through at the restaurant level. So I think it's just tying everything together um, from a holding company standpoint is certainly something that we're, we're looking at. And then it's just the use of technology. You know, we 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 are con you know we're constantly evaluating third party delivery. Um, how do we make that more profitable? Uh, what are the, the the areas of opportunity? And, and consumers are changing as we speak, right? Um, you, you have third party delivery is just growing every single day, and they're not you know necessarily coming into restaurants. Uh, so how do we make sure that that experience that you get in the restaurant is pulled through you know at yeah. the at the delivery state, and it's out of our hands to a certain extent. Now we can we can improve packaging and make things tamper resistant and have the right stickers on the bags. Um, but when you're handing that off to someone else who's going to get stuck in traffic and uh, and gets lost, and yep. you know suddenly a 30 minute experience turns into an hour and a half, you know who gets the blame for that? Is it the third party delivery company? Does the brand take that? And so I think that's one thing that we're really kind of really you know trying to to focus on and and make sure we're pulling that quote unquote experience if it's dine in or or take away that it's it's representative of the of the brand itself. Excellent. Well, before we move to close, I'll make a shameless. Uh, shameless self-promotion. Uh, we have a lot of really great sponsors on our tour. As you see our tour. Yeah, I love the bus. Out the window. Day 10, it's crazy. Um, we've <laughs> got some really great technology partners, the best in in the franchise world that works with hundreds of brands. Um, so just even for the folks listening, uh, hear those messages, do business with those folks. And then also, uh, as you, you're building a big organization, we have, um, we have a, a new conference that Zach and I are chairing that we're nice. launching called Young Conference, and so that's kind of the it's kind of the vibe where you you might want a senior member of your team to go join um, with with Young Conference. But um, we really appreciate your time. I think we'll go ahead and wrap it up because you do have meetings yeah, that exactly. you need to get to. One question. One question. What is what is A one A? So you you talked about yeah. So just the the interstate within um, uh, within Florida. So and it's 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 right down right by the water. So it's just it's a um, it's a kind of a polished casual one of our restaurant mm -hmm. concepts and just a one-off restaurant is sj is sj trying to trend towards a, a sponsored meal there is that what you're saying <laughs> I'm just, I'm just if you're headed for uh, are you going east or west from we're Nashville? going every which way florida, florida yeah. Yeah, oh yeah definitely. well so yeah we'll we will definitely have you uh, uh make some visits to some of the restaurants out there we've we have a strong presence in, in, along the way and i urge you to go to stop by logan's while you're in nashville and you've got to get the roll so um, you know, get, get, get a great steak, uh, and, and some of those rolls and, and eat the peanuts that are out and throw them on the floor. I mean, that's what nice. they're there for. So, um, yeah, you can't, you can't leave Tennessee without stopping by Logan. Actually, we have to do a, a Logan's versus another roadhouse like <laughs> video. Um, where do people go? So we have a great audience here. 
um, that includes multi-unit operators and a lot of different people. Where do people go if they're interested in the franchise opportunity? Yeah, I would start at, at craftworksholdings.com. Um, that can really get you to all the different brands. And then we have them, you know, within each site, there's a franchising section uh, within. And then uh, that'll get you in touch with um, with with Mark and, uh, uh, and away we go. But yes, there's some great opportunities out there. Um, domestic, international, for sure. Yeah, thank you very much to Mark Belanger, Mark Belanger for setting this up. And uh, Josh, thank you so much for your time. Or safe travels on the bus tour. Thank you. Bye.